gorgeous, beautiful friends. Thank you so much for listening. Um, today, this is going to be kind of a heavy topic. Um, let me just start off by saying this is a trigger warning um, for rape, sexual assault, that's what I'm going to be talking about today um, about an event that happened to me around June and I just want to get everything what happened off of my chest because later on I'll get to it but pretty much I want to get this off of my chest I want to just talk about it and just talk about how I feel and um if you're listening this and this has happened to you as well, maybe there's some things that I'm going to say that you can relate on. And because everyone's experience with this is very completely different. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to be pausing a lot because I'm trying to get my thoughts together and I don't want to say the wrong shit. <laughs> But, you know, like, this is pretty much, this is off the dome right now. But I do have some notes I wrote in my diary, like, a a month ago or something about the incident in detail. But then I stopped because it became too much. Um, But let's begin. So, this all happened. June I was assaulted on July 28th I believe I think it was I I completely remember that day like that was the day I went out I took pictures and I put on lashes for the first time so I have a whole bunch of pictures for that day and I think it was the 28th somewhere around that but anyway um couple days before that I bought a car which was an amazing accomplishment for me because this is something really huge this is a great a a huge accomplishment this is a mark of adulthood and my independence and all of that so this was amazing for me so and I lost my car the year of 2018 summer I lost my car what was it yeah I think it was 2018 so bitch <laughs> I went a lot of months without my fucking car and that was just really trash because it felt like I just lost my independence. I lost my autonomy. I lost who I was. It's just like not having a car is really, it's not, it's not the fucking wave because I just felt so like lost. I couldn't do things on my own time. I have to ask people like, hey, can we go here? Can we do this? I have to do things on other people's time, other people's schedule. I wasn't, I didn't have that, you know, 
that privilege to do things on my own time, to follow my own schedule. Like, what does Kayla want? First, I have to say, like, okay, what is going on with this other person's schedule? So I lost a lot of independence and autonomy. And getting that car just fueled my whole everything. It fueled my soul. It fueled my dreams. It fueled my truth. It just fueled my entire being. This was something that I was working on for like the whole fucking months from like 2019 from the summer I was just like I need to get a fucking car I need to get a car like I need to get this loan I need to get all of that shit get my fucking car and I'm searching and searching and searching I'm calling insurances like how much is gonna gonna cost and at this time I didn't have like a stable job so I was just like I'm not gonna have the money for this but it was just like so it was crazy but eventually everything worked out I found a car the exact brand that I wanted and I remember I had a dream of this car I remember this dream like I just I just had this dream car in my fucking driveway I'm driving it and shit I was like you know what that's the car for me and that's the car for me like universe like if this is mine this is mine and so i went into the place um to see if the car is available and the guy was like oh we're not sure you know we're still in the um the shop and doing all that and somebody has their hands on it i'm like okay let me know though but they were like we're not too sure about the other person you know we have to get back with their insurance to see if the shit got approved i'm like all right cool you can call me and the next day they called me and was like oh the loan did not get approved i was like (laughs) yes god i was like bitch that shit is mine that is my car so fast forward got the fucking car and getting that car was fucking crazy because I was trying to get the um, the loan check from the car loan. They were supposed to send it to me, and they didn't send that shit to me. And so <laughs> the dealer, the guy, um, thankfully, he was able to drive me all the way down to fucking Harrisburg and fucking down to the fucking headquarters to pick up my check. And picking up my check took like two seconds. I'm like, y'all really had me drive like in almost an hour to pick up one check (laughs) like pick up one check i'm just like wow like god really just wants me to get the real thing like pick that shit up get that car so it was just a whole journey and that shit had me fucked up like that whole summer i was just fucked up like before i even got the um when i went to the car for the guy he was gonna uh drive me there like i was just I, I was just drinking. I was taking shots of fucking rum. I was just tired of the shit. He asking me, like, are you excited? I was like, hell no. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, hell no. Like, I want to get this shit over with. I want to get this shit over with. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going back in time. Like, I just remember that moment. I'm in that fucking car. Summertime is hot as fuck. <laughs> and... Whew. And that was a really nice car ride. That was a really wonderful car ride. Like, I felt like I was just becoming free. My 
Your fucking wings were flying. The sky was just so beautiful and bright. Like, everything was bright. It was a very, like, spiritual moment for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was the rum. <laughs> I don't know if it was the rum doing all that. But it was an amazing moment. Anyway. <laughs> This might be a long-ass podcast. Like, I don't care. I think this might be, like, 45 minutes to an hour, whatever. Bitch, this is my shit. I can do whatever the fuck I want. If you don't want to listen to it, bitch, get the fuck out. Anyways. (laughs) So. Yeah, once I got my car and everything, um, a few days later, I went out to celebrate. I wasn't really gonna go out to celebrate because I was was still kind of I was kind of depressed during that time like I was just kind of sad a little bit but I don't know I just felt this urge where it was just like I need to celebrate my accomplishments you know what I'm saying like I need to do something like this is really big for me um let me just do something so I um I went out I mean well first I did my makeup and this is very special for me. Um, I this is the first time I put on lashes, and this is very special for me because I don't know how to put on lashes. The way my eyelashes are set up, they just—it's very difficult to place lashes on them because they're just so curly and they just get in the way. And I finally learned how to put on i was on fucking periscope and somebody taught me (laughs) um how to put on lashes over periscope wonderful platform go on it it's cute it's cute i'm gonna turn my water um and i was really excited about that um and it just it gave me another reason to go out i was like okay i got my lashes on my makeup is looking good i got a nice wig on like sure i'm feeling like beyonce right now so yeah i took some pictures i'm like i'm about to go out and go to the movies and go see spider-man because i think that just recently went out um so i went to the movies and i left that movie because that shit was boring as hell like bitch who watched spider-man please that shit was boring as fuck i cannot (laughs) so i was like i cannot like i paid all this fucking money to watch a boring ass movie like no so i went out of a movie theater and tried to sneak into another one and i was just going to different rooms and shit but then there was an employee that was out there i was like let me just stick to one fucking room <laughs> and i saw lion king i'm like let me just go back to watch lion king right now because <laughs> i'm looking hella sus just walking out this damn room everywhere and shit so i went into to the room there where they was playing lion king so there's a lot of codes in fucking Lion King, to be honest. There were some really, like, encouraging-ass messages. I don't know what it was about the movie, but it really just encouraged me to just get out of this box, this fearful box of just, you know, not wanting to, you know, branch out and do some shit, you know? Because I was thinking, I was like, man, I want to go out for drinks, and... 
you can't as a woman and not just as a woman just me I was like because I know I know women who go out for drinks by themselves like I have a cousin who goes out for a drink by herself anyway but for me I was just like I can't go out get a drink by myself I like I'm scared and everything but I still like I really wanted a glass of wine and just chill and you know listen to some music and vibe but I was really nervous but for some reason the movie Lion King whatever that fucking movie that shit encouraged me to just be like you know what (laughs) Hakuna Matata like bitch I'm out like bitch I'm about to go get a drink like bitch I'm grown like who gives a fuck like life is too fucking short to just you know not do some shit just you know just to live in fear um but yeah after that after the movie like you know what I'm gonna go get me a glass of wine and I went to this place called Decades and it's basically a barcade so I was like okay that place seems safe and it was a really nice place it was a really chill place but one thing that I do remember when I left the fucking Uber the guy was just like I don't know if it's because I look young or I'm a woman or, you know, because this day I wasn't really wearing anything crazy. Like I had on my black biggie t-shirt long, like my boobs weren't out. I was wearing jeans and these heeled open toe boots, like these booties, like basically. And my makeup was done. I had my lashes on and shit, but... Anyway, when I left the fucking Uber, the man was just like, be careful, you know what I'm saying? Like, you good, something like that. I'm just like, like, I'm just like, yo, I'm good, I'm good. For some reason, I don't really like having people tell me, like, be safe, do this, da-da-da. Like, it just pisses me off because it makes me feel so, I don't know, it doesn't help. (laughs) It doesn't help at all. Like, if you want me to be safe, like, bitch, give me a fucking weapon or some shit, like, I don't know pay for a bodyguard for me if you really want me to be safe some telling me to be safe is just not it's pissing me off because i don't know the way my family is they're very like warriors and they always live in fear and i don't want to live in fear <sighs> moving forward um i went to decades and went to the bar and got me a glass of wine got me some Pinot Noir (laughs) and yeah I was feeling good I was feeling great I was talkative for some reason I kind of got my feelings I don't know why I was getting my feelings and shit you know the wine was hitting (laughs) and um the owner whatever whatever employee they gave me like a couple coins because it was my first time so i was playing some games and everything and i was having a wonderful time i really could have stopped there (laughs) i really could have just stopped there and go home but i was just like i don't want to go home like i just felt free and i don't know if it was because of me not having a car for so long and just feeling so trapped but that day I was just like I don't want to go home I just did not want to go back home and 
it could be that and also my living environment um, I just didn't want to be there it was better being outside so after I had one glass of drink I had one glass and I played some games and then I was like bitch I'm out bitch I'm out and now that I remember like I'm glad I'm talking about this in every detail from from the beginning to the end because it's really helping me a lot because um this moment in my life like I kind of like buried it um and just kind of just try to forget everything but that shit is not going to help so but I do feel but at this point in my life I do feel much better just completely talking about it um I'm in a space to talk about this right now um but yeah after that I left decades and I was like bitch I don't want to go home <laughs> and it was summertime so I was just I was just walking walking boop boop boom saw this bouncer outside and I was talking to him we're talking shit da, 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 da. and then I was like what is this place he's like it's a bar I'm like oh word <laughs> So I went in there and I had one more glass of wine. I got me a glass of wine, talking it up with the bartender. And um, there were some other dudes that were working there and they were talking to me. And I was like, shit, like I'm tired of all this fuck shit. I'm tired of working retail and shit. Like I need some fucking money. And they were like, yeah, man, come work at this restaurant. You know, the owners, they smoke weed and, you know, they don't give a fuck about any of this shit, you know, you get hella money, and all this shit, and I was really considering, I was like, oh shit, like, you know what, I'm about to hit up this restaurant, you know what I'm saying, become a little bartender, waitress, <laughs> you know, get some tips and shit, but that didn't end up happening, <laughs> ain't life crazy, but yeah, we were just talking it up, and then I remember I was listening to fucking Whitney Houston. This is when I got even more in my feelings. I was even more in my fucking feelings. I'm listening to fucking Whitney Houston and shit, and the bartender was like, can you turn that off? And I'm just like, why are you telling me to turn it off? Like, I was just so fucking irritated. <laughs> like, I'm listening to Whitney Houston, Mary J. Blige. I'm just like, this is a white-ass bartender. Like, I can't stand this place like there was no music at this bar like are you serious how the fuck do you drink with no fucking music like this shit like are you even human whatever um so what happened after that so i remember leaving the place um and i just kept walking and walking and walking and I stopped at this other place. It was like a this place is like a nightclub slash bar called Yorgos, um, and I stopped over there because I think they had music playing and shit. I was like, oh shit, like shit, the place is bumping on a Sunday night. So I went over there and I went to the bar and I forgot what I ordered. I feel like at this point I was just getting even more like this 
I was on the verge of disorientation, but I just didn't care. <laughs> and um, I was, uh, I think I got me a shot of rum. No, I think I got my, I think I got another glass of wine, I feel like. Low key. I don't remember, it was, but shit, I had some rum. I do remember that. I had a, like a shot of rum. There was a DJ and he was playing some music and that I did not fucking like and I had to tell him like listen like play some other shit and he's all like bitch they ain't gonna like this to the white people and I'm just like fuck them like bitch I don't care if it's a Sunday night like I'm trying to shake my ass like bitch it's summertime put on some Meg the Stallion <laughs> so I'm over there coaching the DJ and shit like I was going crazy. I was doing too much. At some point, I had to stop. I was like, am I doing too much? Like, he's like, yeah, you're doing too much. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm overstepping your boundaries. I'm so sorry. So he played Meg Thee Stallion. He was playing Big Old Freak for me and shit. And I'm just dancing, having a good time, dancing with this short-ass dude who's like 4'11". And I remember walking with him. At this point, shit got like fucked up because i don't know what timeline is next um i don't know if i because i remember i went outside there was a whole group of group of dudes and i was talking with them and one of the dudes from the table was in the club and i asked him to get a drink and he told me no and then i'm outside with these group of dudes and i'm talking to him and he said some shit and eventually he bought me a shot <laughs> of rum so I drank that had like two shots of rum and the short dude I was dancing with inside of the nightclub I remember walking with him outside yes okay bitch it's coming back so I remember I was just like let's go to a different place so we went to this other place and it was completely dead. I was like, hell nah, like, Yorgos is the only place that's popping right now. Let's walk back. And my feet was hurting and shit. We walked back, and that's when I started talking to the group of dudes and all that shit. And at that point, I should have went home. And I was going to go home, but I needed to pee first. And I just left that place, and I was walking somewhere, and I walked to a hotel, and I saw an old friend, like that this night was fucking crazy like how am i just by myself and doing all this shit but yeah how many minutes we in bitch we 23 minutes in i didn't even get through half of the shit <laughs> but i went to the hotel and i saw an old friend and he was chopping it up and everything and i was trying to smoke some weed and niggas ain't had no weed and like shit so um I feel like I did smoke weed no we didn't there was no weed but basically I was chopping it up with her and we were talking and got her new number and shit then from there that again I should have gotten an uber I should have gotten an uber I don't know what fucking happened after this like literally shit is a blur I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. 
Um, all I can say is, I guess I left and I was just walking and this is a very disoriented moment. I do remember like this man, um, I think he had like on that yellow vest that like workers wear, like construction workers wear. I don't know, this Spanish man was just yelling at me and yelling something and I remember I was just yelling, you know, when you're drunk, you're just talking shit, like, yo, get those, I don't know what I was saying, but then, boom, like, eventually, I'm up under this, like, plaza area, or whatever, in the city, and we're just talking, but we're not having a regular conversation, like, I'm literally having a very passionate aggressive conversation with this man about love and relationships and black men i was just going crazy i was just like black men don't understand i'm just like they don't love like y'all do because he was spanish i was just like spanish men they're passionate they know how to love they're okay with just expressing themselves but black men they don't express themselves they're afraid to love they're afraid to do all this and i'm going off like i'm screaming about this shit and oh my god (laughs) let me read this shit what happened screaming about love and he's just there listening to me and he started kissing me and he started kissing my lips and and it was just so weird because it's like it's just a weird moment because I was just very vulnerable in in this moment and this man is just kissing my lips but I didn't know him and I in the back of my mind it's just like I don't really want you kissing me but this is happening and I'm just so um I'm just completely out of my mind like I'm drunk as hell um and then the next thing you know like I'm laying down and he's pulling down my pants and yeah you know he puts his penis inside of me from what I felt, um, it definitely hurt. It definitely hurt. Like, if I was not sober, that shit would have been like, I would not be able to handle it. Like, this shit's shit too much. But the alcohol just kind of numbs everything. But it still fucking hurt. And it, but it was just a weird feeling because... It's just like, I don't know if this feels good. Like, it feels good, but this this hurts really bad. And I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm here right now and I don't know what to do. Like, it's just weird being in that moment because it's just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to feel, why this is happening to me. It's just so many feelings of like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's fucking going on, but I'm here and shit. Um, <sighs> um, and then the weird, I don't know, something weird happened. Like, eventually he just stopped. Like, I don't think he even came or anything or he just stopped. And 
why but he just stopped and then after that it was just like bitch I was on like fight mode I don't know I was just on fighter I was just flight I was like bitch I just got my shit got my purse and shit and I was just like I just ran off and I don't really remember but eventually again I'm like in this parking lot and I guess they were following me know you know alcohol what it does to you puts you completely in your feelings and for some reason I called one of my guy friends and I was just calling him like I just called him and was just like I love you but I ain't saying it like that bitch I'm screaming I'm screaming like I love you I love you I'm fucking screaming in the fucking phone, crying. The phone keeps hanging up and shit. So I'm calling him again. I probably called him like 10 times and shit. And all I can remember, he told me that they were like saying a whole bunch of shit. Like, yo, we about to run a train on her and shit like that. And I'm completely out of my mind. I didn't know this. The only thing, only mission on my mind, I guess, was call him and say, I love you. I don't know why that happened from the assault to screaming I love you to him. I don't know what the fuck, but it put me on some like fight or flight mode. I don't know what to fucking do. And that's what happened. And all I remember from that phone call, he was just like, go home, go home. Like, where are you? And he kept saying, go home, go home. And you know how I was saying before this all this time, I did not want to fucking go home. But for some reason, him saying that, it just really, like, clicked. I was like, shit, that's what I should have done this whole time. I needed to fucking go home, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to go back home. Like, I just wanted to be free. Like, I just wanted to be out being home all the time, not having a car. Like, I just felt trapped. But he ended up convincing me that I needed to fucking go home and that's all I heard and that shit clicked in my fucking mind like a fucking magnet bitch (laughs) that shit clicked in my head like a fucking magnet I was like shit I need to go home so my phone died my phone fucking died bitch (sighs) so I got really pissed. Like, I got on fucking survival mode. Like, bitch, don't get me fucking mad because you're... <laughs> I'm... Bitch. <laughs> the whole world will shatter. Do not get me fucking mad. So, I was getting pissed. I was like, I need a fucking charger. And these homeless dudes around me, I was like, I need a fucking charger. I need to get home. I need to get home. I need to f- charge my phone. Like, I'm screaming. And eventually the dude, he found a charge. He was like, all right, all right, all right, right. This is my fucking charge. This is my space. You know what I'm saying? I guess, you know, he got his spot where he charges his phone outside. So I charged my phone and I'm fucking pissed. And I just wanted to go home. Like, I just really wanted to go home. And I 
phone came on, thank God, and I called an Uber, and it was just like, all I remember was a blue car, bitch. Thank God it was a blue car and not a black car, because I probably would not have been able to find it if it was not some type of bright-ass color. And I got into that fucking Uber, quiet-ass Uber, and I just, I don't even know what I was thinking in my head. I was just like, I just want to go home. That was all, that was all that I was thinking. I was like, I just want to go home. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Shit. Um, I just want to take off this makeup and take a shower and everything. Like, what the hell? And, yeah, I got home. And I think I'm going to stop there. You know, give y'all a little break. Take an intermission back I think I'm gonna talk about like just the after effects of the situation and, and how I how it made me you know feel after so yeah also shout out to Mercury retrograde and Pisces <laughs> Oh my goodness. So if I do say there was some dumb shit in this podcast today, I'm blaming it on Mercury Retrograde and it's in Pisces. Like, bitch, do we, can we, talking like, is he even worth it right now? And here I am making a fucking podcast, Mercury Retrograde and Pisces, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, so where did I left off so yeah I got home and I went to sleep and then I woke up and I went to the bathroom and I was bleeding like shit like I was bleeding and off off that day my shit was burning like I knew I had a UTI I was like shit I got a fucking UTI like what the fuck like, I knew, like, I knew that I had sex, like, I knew, but I was just, like, I didn't have sex, like, this shit, I was just, like, this, whatever has happened to me, like, I didn't ask for this shit, because I was bleeding and shit, and it was just, a lot was just fucking going on, I was just, like, yo, I can't even process this shit, like, I could not even process it, like, <laughs> Like, I knew I did not consent to this right now, but I have to get my health in check right now because the very next day I had a UTI and it hurt so fucking bad. And all I could think about was just like, okay, let me get this fucking UTI. Um, let me go to urgent care and get the UTI and shit. And later on, my friend texted me that I told him, like, I love you. And he's just like, are you okay? Like, you really got niggas scared out here and shit. And at that time, like, I understand how he's feeling. Like, damn, like, shit, if someone was the other way around, like, I would be scared too. But in that moment, like, I just did not give a fuck. Like, I was just like, listen, I don't know what the fuck happened some something happened but like I just don't know um 
very confusing time even talking about it i'm just like i'm so confused <laughs> just to how to feel but all i knew in that moment it was just like i need to go to fucking urgent care so i think the same day yeah it had to be that same day because even ti's they do not fucking hurt you already know i mean they do fucking hurt they fucking hurt so bad but i went to the urgent care and that shit was type crazy because I think I waited a long ass time. Like I was going fucking crazy in the urgent care. <laughs> I was going fucking crazy. I'm calling my job. I was like, I can't fucking come to work today. I don't feel good. I'm at urgent care. <laughs> and I'm over there and shit. I'm just like, listen, I have a UTI. I need fucking meds. Like period like i already know what the fuck it is all right they asked me what are you in here for like uti bitch give me the fucking meds give me the fucking test all that shit i don't give a fuck (laughs) so i got the test and during this time like let me tell you let me just straight right off the bat now that i think about it like i swear i was going through mania i was going through mania because for some reason i was just so like was just so fucking like aggressive but not really i was just very like over the top type shit i was just like you know um for example um jennifer lewis you know how over the top she is she has uh bipolar disorder and everything so she was going through mania uh i read her sidebar i read her book so y'all should read it but I was thinking I was going through mania anyway, but I was in the fucking, um, whatever, the office, talking to the doctor lady, and she was just asking me questions, like, when was the last time, you know, do you need a pregnancy test? I was like, yes. I was like, yes, I need all the tests, like, shit, give me all the fucking tests, like, I don't give a fuck. She's looking at the peas like there's a lot of bacteria in it. I was like, hell yeah, there's a lot of bacteria. Like, shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure there is a lot of fucking bacteria. That nigga was fucking homeless. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I got a pregnancy test done. Got the UTI test done. Gave me the fucking meds. Had to drive right there and get the fucking meds. And... I think the meds just made me feel even worse as well because i've had them before and they don't make you feel good they make you kind of depressed they make you low-key go fucking crazy so it was the just the assault and then i had meds that had to take on top of that and i was just like just so fucking out of it like i was just so fucking out of it and i was just doing like dumb shit dumb shit and I was just, I remember during this this week, I was just very anxious. I was very extremely, like extremely anxious. Like my mom would come in my room and I felt like doom all over me. Like I felt like the world was about to end. I felt like people were going to come after me. I was very paranoid. I was like, niggas gonna come after me and shit and kill me. Like... <clears throat> and because my mom is just very like 
aggressive, <laughs> I'll say, and over the top, my anxiety was just on another fucking level and I just needed to get the fuck out of the house. So the first thing I remember doing is I went to my neighbor's pool and I went over there <clears throat> just to get away and that was really nice. So I was chilling over there and everything. And, and at this point in time, for some reason, I just felt like whenever I got to relax, it was just like somebody, specifically my mother, would just come out of nowhere and just rip that peace away from me. Like I felt like I could not find peace. I'm laying at the pool. I'm laying at the poolside. And she texts me like, wow, you over there laying like that at the people um, house den? I'm just like, what? And I just felt so fucking crazy because I'm just like, am I really doing something wrong? Like, I just felt like I was just doing something wrong. I'm just like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. And like, I'm just here chilling I'm not doing anything you're over here texting me like I'm taking up people's space like they invited me I was invited in I had to make sure I wasn't fucking going crazy because I asked the lady I'm like is it okay if I just chill here for a little while like are you okay she's like yeah you fine I'm just like okay like I know I'm not bugging I know I'm not being rude you know everything was just making me anxious and just so like on edge and at this time my brother and his wife and the family they were um, on vacation and I desperately desperately wanted to get the fuck out of the house and so out of desperation <laughs> I took all my shit whatever that I needed I packed up some shit and I fucking went over there and you know and set up shop and I felt good I felt relieved like okay I don't have to be around my mother it's just making me incredibly anxious um now I can just be here for a little all of that um and so you know a few days passed by you know the mania was kicking and shit i was doing some other dumb shit now that i remember like i remember this dude off twitter um i was telling him like can you buy me a cat and shit <laughs> i was like can you buy me a cat because it could really help my mental health crazy and I think a few days I also like called him I was crying and everything I was like please get me out of here get me out of here I was just crying like bawling I'm not crying bitch I'm bawling tears tears I'm begging him like please get me out of here like 
and he's like shit I got you like I'm about to go here this week like can you wait like I was just like yeah sure whatever I can wait um I was dead ass about to fucking have him pay for a fucking ticket go to see a man I ain't never fucking see before like I desperately wanted to fucking leave I know I'm laughing, but that's just how I am. That's just my personality, bitch. I'ma laugh through the pain. Period. Alright. Um. So yeah, he didn't get me a cat. <laughs> but then one day I was driving and I saw free kittens, bitch. Like free fucking kittens. I don't care if you manic or not. bitch if you said bitch I need a cat and you see a sign that says free kittens you gonna be like damn universe like shit that was quick like you got me (laughs) so I was like oh shit free kittens what so I went over there skirt 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 and went over there and the people were just like hey like we were looking for you they dead ass said that i was like what really i was like okay well i'm here what's up (laughs) so i went in there went in their house and shit for a little while not for a little while i don't know i don't fucking know they opened the door i don't think i went in their house but yeah the guy came out and showed me the cats and I don't know why in that time I was getting weird vibes about these cats. I was very sensitive during this time. Like, I don't know. A lot was going on with me mentally and spiritually. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was very... I was paranoid, mania. I was anxious. Um, I was... I was very, like... I want to say horny or just hypersexual kind of yes definitely i was very hypersexual there was instances where i was being very hypersexual um and just spiritually i was just like i feel like is this a spiritual awakening like what the fuck is going on is this a spiritual attack i'm feeling like it's just a lot is fucking going on like i can't even explain like i feel like i can feel everyone's feelings and i can feel everyone's thoughts and shit like those were the main feelings combined um and so yeah i got the kittens and everything um and i picked up this kitten with pretty blue eyes and a girl i was like and in my mind i was just like oh a girl i have to save her I don't fucking know why. I was just like, I have to save this girl kitten. You know, they're gonna abuse her and shit. So I took the kitten and I brought it back to my brother's place. And the guy gave me some cat food, whatever. He's like, yeah, mix it up with his. Da, 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 da. And I gave the cat some food, but then like it threw up eventually. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it was just crazy. And I'm just like, <coughs> And then after that, I was just like, I was just going crazy over the fucking kitten. Like, I don't know why. It was bringing up a lot of issues that I never thought would come up. 
it was bringing up like motherly issues and I was just like I can't do this like I can't take care of a kitten I don't have the tools like what if I hurt it what if I get trauma and I'm just thinking like damn what if I have a kid like is this am I gonna are these feelings gonna come up like that shit crazy so note to self I do not need to be having a child unless I'm in the right space but anyway back to kitten the kitten was just bringing back a lot of trauma and I just could not do it and the next day bitch I took that shit to the fucking shelter I was like I can't do this I can't do this I cannot and So yeah, I was doing shit that I didn't even think through. Like, why would you? Why would I buy a cat? I don't have a, a kitten at that. It was not even a cat. A kitten that's not litter trained or anything. I'm just like, I don't. I can't do this shit right now. What the hell? Like, what am I doing? Like, I don't have any tools to fucking take care of a kitten. I did not think this this shit through. And but yeah, I took back the kitten. Remember how I said I was being hypersexual as well? For some reason, after all that, like I was coming to work and I was wearing like this tight ass clothing and shit. And it was just like, I was just very like being high. I don't know. I just felt very sexual and shit like that. But like it felt good, but it was just like, this don't feel right at the same time. You know, like I'm not usually like this. I shouldn't feel like this. I shouldn't be sitting next to this old man wanting to be like, yo, what's up, old man? Like, I know you want this pussy. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't be feeling like that. And <sighs> I'm sorry, but there's just other shit that just happened that I've said that I did. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> but I'm just trying to. tell like all like the main parts um this is definitely not a sequence (laughs) i think a lot of this shit happened before after can't really remember to be honest um yeah i was just feeling very hypersexual and after that back to the kitten part i want to say my brother them came home and they were mad because I was there in retrospect I should have told them like hey can I stay over here but I didn't but then also another part of me was just like we're family like does it really matter but you know you can't really overstep people's boundaries whether they're family or not um I was just des- I just desperately needed to go and they were mad about that and the kitten I put it in my niece's bedroom because I did not want it in my space <laughs> I did not want it in the room that I was sleeping in like it was just making me nervous so I put it in my niece's room and I guess it got out and it peed everywhere and they were mad about that and a whole bunch of other crazy shit <sighs> but anyway um one thing that I do remember there was one night I was just feeling so sick like during these during those weeks I felt so sick it's just the worst feeling of feeling empty 
like I just felt empty and suffocated and I just felt like just so anxious like I thought I was going to die like it just felt like this huge weight is just on me and I could not sleep at all I couldn't eat that's another thing I could not eat at all I felt like there was just a whole death like a part of me fucking died and I think I did like I really lost myself after this I just did not know who the fuck I was anymore and that shit pissed me off cause it's just like I just felt like I just lost who I was like I don't know I don't know it's like the mania makes you feel so like confident and everything like you can take over the world and then boom like you're down you feel like the worst fucking person you can't even eat you can't even breathe you all you want is just some comfort and that's what I definitely wanted I wanted some love I wanted some comfort everything was just hurting me my mom and our relationship was hurting me because we're not close and it's just like I don't know who to talk to about this like I don't know what to do and I remember I was I was on Tinder at this time and I remember talking to this dude here and there and he was a really nice guy and I was texting him I was just like I don't feel good like I just need some food and I want comfort <laughs> I told him that I want some food I want some comfort and he was like okay I got you and this interaction was really weird because he was supposed to have someone pick me up and he's like alright and they coming in five minutes I'm like okay cool and he told me they're outside I went outside I'm like I don't see nobody oh shit they left you know what I'm saying I'm like what the hell (coughs) so I just eventually said in the back of my mind though I was like bitch let me just stay home but I was desperate I don't care I wanted some love I wanted some affection I felt alone I felt lonely I did not give a fuck I didn't care I was like you know what I'm just gonna leave this house at fucking 12 in the morning. So I just got me Uber, went over there, and this was just a very like sullen time, like an ominous time that summer. That like that week of July, the end of July, August was just a very ominous time because I think this is when there was a lot of shootings and when I went to leave that house, the streets were just so quiet. They were just just dark and quiet. And the, the Uber ride was just made me so uncomfortable. Because I'm talking to the dude about a life and shit. And he's, I don't fucking know. He got a daughter and whatever the fuck. I'm just like, this Uber nigga is just killing the vibe. But yeah, eventually I went there. Got to see him nigga and let me tell you remember at this time like i'm very sensitive like i feel like i just feel everyone's pain on me for real like i did not i felt like a chest was just put into my heart and just i'm just opened up to every portal i'm opened up to everything like i didn't feel protected i don't feel grounded at all like i'm just open to whatever the good and the bad whatever it's coming to me (laughs) so this dude is just 
came back from work and he hella stressed he's smoking a cigarette smoking weed and his, his um he's all anxious his knees going up and down up and down and he's like you want to smoke you want to smoke i'm just like nah like i'm good like i even for real like for real i could not eat other people's food that shit was just making me sick like if someone made some food and you made it all nasty you put your anger and depression that shit like nah i don't want to smoke your weed and you all anxious like now i'm being fucking anxious fuck out of here so yeah i was like praying to god like please let this man have like a clean home nope that shit was not clean i went into that place there's a fucking roach <laughs> a roach a beetle i don't fucking know that just slithered right across the fucking doorway i was like oh okay yeah and before i left i remember i brought everything like i brought my tarot cards and i brought some perfume and like i brought whatever i can take to just protect myself and it was so weird during this time like i felt like i just needed protection protection that's one thing i was like reiterating i was just like i need protection whatever that was with makeup i felt protected with makeup with perfume um whatever i felt like that could protect me i don't know why i felt like makeup could protect me but that's what i was saying like i wanted to get my nails done just to protect myself like i don't know bitch i was going crazy but was i really <laughs> uh, but yeah i went to this nigga's house and this shit was dirty and this nigga got some pizza hut or whatever and i just could not eat that pizza because it looked dead for real during this time everything looked dead to me it just had no life there was no color there was just no vibrancy and that pizza looked dead i was like man i can't even eat it like i had like a tiny bite and i just i could not i remember when he was went and left the room i sprayed some perfume i was like i need some me up in here like i could die and in that moment i'm just like all right i'm here already like shit like i wanted to leave but i was like you know what? let me just stay here i feel like this man needs me or something and we were just talking uh, about everything we're talking about mlk malcolm x life work and everything in this man's life he's had a baby with some girl who lives here he from texas and then he fucking moved here trying to get custody shit was crazy but yeah eventually i had to fucking leave i was like yeah i gotta go i could not do it i could not do it and all I wanted was some comfort and I was pissed because it's just like where can I get that from where can I get that from <sighs> and I feel like hmm <laughs> maybe that's the lesson with all of this is about code my codependency is that you can't find that comfort within anyone else that comfort is you have to find that within yourself you have to find that strength that love that's within you because that love is always within you niggas keep telling you you need to love yourself you need to love yourself da, da, da. like love is always there you know what i'm saying we all do things to love ourselves I'm telling you okay it may not just be the most beneficial way <laughs> um 
So I had to find ways to love myself in the most beneficial way and, and not that love myself in a toxic way. You know, we can have toxic relationships just with ourselves. And that's how I feel. But, yeah, I just, that whole, the whole soul, I just felt manic. I felt hypersexual. I was anxious, paranoid, scared. I just felt so alone I was just losing a lot of friendships and I was losing jobs and I was just losing a lot of shit there was just a lot of deaths going on and I lost my relationship with my nieces and nephews and my brother and my sister-in-law just a lot of losses and it was making me very angry because I was just like why did this shit happen to me if this shit didn't fucking happen like I wouldn't have to have any relationships I wouldn't have to be fighting with anyone I wouldn't have to be so on edge I wouldn't have to be so feel so distrustful and everything like I couldn't even trust people it's just so it's just this weird energy of like you just don't know like I always felt like someone was gonna hurt me and it's just like I have to protect myself I have to protect myself you know what I'm saying I don't know who the fuck gonna lie to me I don't know in that moment even my friend like he was supposed to buy me some defense weapons and it's just I did not trust him to buy it at all like I didn't think he was gonna come through at all I had to end that friendship because just the way like he interacted with me was just very triggering for me and I just could not do it anymore so I just lost some shit and I'm okay now um now that I'm in counseling and everything and I'm so happy that I found counseling free counseling at that I remember I was going through Facebook and everything and I saw like WYCA something about supporting women and I'm just looking through it do 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 I'm just like and they said counseling for um sexual assault survivors and shit i was like oh shit what free i'm like okay let me get into this oh yeah while this is happening like the day after like a few days after the assault like i went into therapy that's one thing you can say like some shit happens to me bitch i get onto that shit and i try to fix it within myself like i need to go to therapy (laughs) instead of like bitch okay let me guess (laughs) let me do some drugs and shit i was like bitch i need therapy (laughs) i'm paying 40 dollars for some fucking therapy and shit (laughs) and (laughs) oh my god but yeah that shit was expensive and i found this i get some free counseling and it really helped a lot it really did i remember when i first called i was just so like everything was just making me anxious like i almost cried trying to make an appointment she's asking me like what happened i'm just like i don't know because oh yeah that's another thing like the way it happened i just felt so isolated because it didn't happen to me in a normal narrative that's common it wasn't like oh i knew somebody it was a guy friend and you know I was at a party and you know this and that it was just like 
bitch i'm just out here having a good time as a single woman and i might have had too many drinks and i was just at the wrong place and homeless man that i don't even know of and i'll probably never meet probably never see again and this shit happened to me and i just felt so like just felt fucked up basically about it and yeah I'm thankful for the counseling I'm thankful you know I'm very thankful for that that's one thing I'm so grateful I'm so grateful that this shit exists because if I did not fucking have it I would probably would not feel the strength that I have now I would not have the strength because right now I do feel better I feel more protected I feel more grounded I feel um I feel like I'm finding myself again I feel like the love for I have the love that I have for myself is blossoming and it's just like I want the best for myself I don't care who you are I don't care how long we've known each other whether if it's a person or a thing if this thing is not making me feel good if it's making me feel confused if it's making me feel sad and mad and angry I don't want it I don't want it and that's time I'm on I was just like I can't do it I don't want it you know what I'm saying but right now I feel much safer I don't feel like this impending doom I don't feel like people are gonna come after me and shit I don't feel you know um when it comes to relationships am I trustworthy hmm if I can trust again I think so not really I'm trying. It's a very active thing that I have to do. It's not something where just subconscious, like, oh, you know, like, I can trust this person. Like, it is what it is. No, for me, I'm just like, I have to be like, okay, if this person said this, you know, we're just gonna leave it at that. I ain't gonna trust them, and I ain't, but I'm not going to distrust them. Like, it is what it is. Like, I leave that shit up to the universe. <laughs> right now like that's the time I'm on but sometimes I do get a little paranoid with people um with an old friend like for example like last week I was going to the movies with a friend and she was like all right I'll meet you there and I was getting scared like shit what if she like does not meet me there what if she just you know stands me up and shit (laughs) another time one of my co-workers her phone broke and we were supposed to carpool to this training and I was calling her and shit and that shit had me fucked up I'm not gonna lie that shit had me so fucked up like that shit brung like the pain out I almost cried I was like you know what fuck it (laughs) drive to this training but the fact that her phone broke and I couldn't contact her and she said we were supposed to do this that shit had me kind of fucked up so I'm working on trusting know not I'm working on you know just trusting people and not feeling a type of way if they do break that 
trust if you know shit doesn't work out um because it really ain't that serious because you know people are fickle you know people don't change their minds i change my mind bitch i'm a gemini i be changing my mind too but i'm not the type of gemini where it's just like i'm gonna let you know if i change my mind <laughs> like that i'm that type of bitch like yeah i changed my mind i'm not going to like ghost you and not say anything type shit like that's the shit that i just can't deal but i'm trying to work on that but other than that i do feel better i feel free you know um there's one friendship that i ended during that time and we hung out last week and it was great so close relationships with people right now but you know I'm willing to just be cordial and just be be myself that's it like I'm not trying to force anything and all of that shit I just want to be myself and just be the greatest me and keep growing that's all you can do like you there's no such thing as falling back. There ain't no falling back, bitch. Like, there ain't no fucking falling back. You always gonna grow. Always. There's always room for growth. Fuck out of here, bitch. Always room. Even when you lose shit, even when you feel empty, there's room. You have more room. You have more space to put better things into it, into that space. So don't be afraid when you lost, lose something or you feel empty. There's always more room to fill, to fill up with everything. And sometimes being empty is a great feeling. <laughs> it's a great feeling to empty those things. But you have to empty everything out. codependency but I feel like this podcast just gone away too fucking long I didn't know this shit was gonna be long god damn <laughs> I didn't know this shit was gonna be so fucking long I'm screaming um I feel like I have something else to say but I think that's all I have to say I'm just at this point in my life where just ready to let that situation go like I'm ready to let it go because before I was kind of burning it burning it under the ground like okay yeah this shit happened but we're just gonna you know sweep it under the rug for right now you know what I'm saying but right now I feel like okay me talking about this I've been able to just live that experience again and talk about it dissect it and let it go you know and it's so much better to just say instead of writing it writing it kind of just puts you in your head i feel like this is a better way to just speak it out and just let it go you're letting that situation go that the assault that happened to me was 
was not something to bring me down. You know what I'm saying? This shit is going, I'm going to be uplifted. I'm always going to be elevated. I'm always going to be growing. This situation has allowed me to grow and to be more serious about myself, to be more serious about my health, about my mental health, and about, you know, myself and my goals and my dreams. You know? Maybe I did have to fucking lose myself to find myself again. My fucking true self. My fucking true ass self, bitch. Not the fucking self that motherfuckers try to push on me. Myself. My my soul. My soul energy. Because that shit is real, bitch. I'm a real ass bitch, okay? Shit, don't fuck with me. my bank account okay (laughs) all right um more quality time with myself more self-growth more love with myself a strong sense of self having that is so important to me my experience my experience is very valid and I deserve to reclaim my voice and speak my truth and speak to how speak however I want to and I don't need to be perfect and I don't need I don't need all that shit you know what I'm saying like I'm already the shit I'm already that bitch already I don't need a promo a retweet i don't need a like i don't need all that shit i'm already the shit i'm already the dream i'm already the fucking truth truth bitch i'm already living that shit right now i am the truth i'm the living fucking dream bitch 
as long as my heart is beating, bitch, I am living the fucking journey, period. past occurrences you can but I'ma always evolve and I'ma always fucking change period goodbye I love y'all okay